0: Well, Shanghai is usually a bustling, busy place. It is the world's third largest city, is the biggest city in China, but they have been very um, locked down over the past little while. They continue to find COVID-19 cases in the community, which is dampening prospects for easing of a lockdown, which has stopped just about everything in the city for ages now. and can find millions to their homes for nearly two months now. Uh, for the most part. China, of course, has a zero COVID policy, uh, which means eradicating uh, the virus involves uh, very punitive measures to try to make sure that it doesn't spread, including uh, areas where people are brought to if they do test positive. And they keep trying to bring it down to no reported cases for three straight days, three consecutive days of zero community transmission, so they can ease restrictions. Well, they got to, um, there were none on Tuesday, or there was one reported Tuesday, but two on Wednesday, I gather. So the timeline needs to be reset. All that to say that it has been a very tough time to live in Shanghai. Cameron Wilson has been there for more than 15 years working in communications. He spent the last 56 days under lockdown for most of it, uh, forbidden from leaving his apartment um, except to pick up food deliveries. Cameron Wilson joins us now from Shanghai. Uh, Cameron, I know when you this first started, people were being told it was going to be a few days, maybe a week, and here we are.
1: Yeah, we were told it was going to be forty-eight hours, but um, we passed the 48 day mark uh, over a week ago, so it's it's really starting to drag on.
0: What's it been like, just day-to-day life? I know you have a, a wife and a and a, and a young ch- and, a, and a and a daughter. What's it been like just to try to survive day in day out with these restrictions in place?
1: I mean, I think it's I mean, you go through different phases. In the beginning, uh, because we went through lockdown. Two years ago, uh, when the pandemic first started, the lockdown two years ago was actually quite normal. Well, it was actually quite uh, how to say loose. Uh, where you could go outside, you could go to the shops, you could buy food, um, and it was it wasn't a very strict lockdown. So we assumed it was going to be something similar, but unfortunately, it's turned out to be a lot different. Um, so we've been stuck inside for for over fifty days with only really minimal trips outside. Um, that's really Difficult to keep up your spirits, but um, yeah, it's just really, really boring. That's that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does
0: sound a bit like being incarcerated in some ways, where you can, you know, when you're confined. What is it like? I mean, what? How does it work? I I I've just heard anecdotally that you know, if you're living in a in a compound, which many people do in China and where I did. that if you have a lot of people in one place, if someone tests positive, it sort of starts over again. It, how how does it work in terms of keeping you at home? How often do you get tested? What's, uh, what's that like?
1: It's a pretty tedious process, to be frank. Um, we've been tested uh, three times in the last four days. Um, basically, you sit in your apartment most of the time, and then there'll be someone outside, like a bullhorn, We'll kind of call your name call call your apartment number rather, and everyone goes goes downstairs gets tested um and overall Shanghai is kind of divided up into different areas it's kind of gridded off, so if there's no infections in your grid in theory, then your compound or your your residence will be or the, the, your um your residential compound will be unlocked and you can go out uh, but a lot of Compounds have reached that they reached that condition, but for some reason they're still not being released so the problem becomes you start to kind of it feels like it's a, a sense like it's endless and it's never going to stop so that's makes it difficult to keep your morale up.
0: How do you get food like how do you eat how, how does that work
1: um it's been difficult food um now it's the food situation is good because there's plenty of delivery drivers available now. But a few weeks ago, it wasn't like that. A few weeks ago, we were literally worrying about where our next meal was going to come from. Uh, when My wife was really stressed out. Uh, she was, you know, on her mobile phone, using all the apps, trying to order deliveries. Uh, every other hour, she's always checking, but it was just so difficult to get any food to arrive because there was, there was hardly any delivery drivers. Um, so the government actually gave their handouts of food and they continue to do that every week or so but to be honest the quality of, of this food is is uh, leaves something to be desired what
0: about things like schooling um, entertainment I guess and, and even well you can't leave right other than to pick up food
1: yeah I mean I've, I've got a daughter she's six and um, it's really difficult for kids they've obviously they're, they're young they're full of energy and they need to run about um all the all the students in Shanghai are doing online classes. Which is obviously not ideal, but it's better than nothing. But for parents, people like myself, it's 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 difficult because especially like a young kid, you've got to keep an eye on them, you know, to make sure they're still paying attention to their class and they're not like messing around and at the same time we've we've all got our own day jobs to take care of. So to be honest, it's, I mean, it's, really, it's a really tough um, situation, and the longer it goes on, the harder it gets.
0: I, I, I was going to ask you what the mood is like, but I guess you don't see your neighbours either.
1: We do see our neighbours um, in the passing. Um, I mean, Chinese people are pretty social. They typically complain less than Westerners, and they would take a lot more, how to say, they're a bit more tolerant of, of nonsense. Compared to a Western mm-hmm. mindset, but even Chinese, I think, are beginning to reach a limit. Um, there's been some angry scenes in the compound. There's been um, residents been shouting at the health workers. There's been some, you know, some pretty off right language exchanged. Some people are complaining about all the constant tests and saying they don't want to do it anymore and so on and so forth. But generally, things things are still continuing in a functional way, but it's, it's getting harder and harder. Um,
0: do you have any hope that this is going to end soon? I mean, I was speaking to someone, uh, a Ukrainian woman who actually tested positive. So she ended up in one of those uh, isolation areas, sort of those those big hospitals yeah. they have at the convention center. Um do you have any hope that this, and this was ages ago, this was like 30 days ago, do you have any hope that this is going to end soon? Is there any light on the horizon at all?
1: They say that, they, as they describe it, the zero transitions in society statistic is apparently is close to zero. But unfortunately, in this whole lockdown, we've reached numerous points where we've been led to believe that it was going to end soon, but then something happened and it didn't. So, that just adds to the, the sense of hopelessness that we have. And, and to be really honest with you, I just kind of stopped looking at official announcements because they just don't really mean anything anymore. It's, it's, you know, it's like, I, I'll get out, I'll believe I'm out when I'm out and I'm walking around outside. That's the way I'm looking at it. Uh, and it's not, I mean, it's, it's not easy to, it's not easy to face the fact that you don't have like a particularly solid day or, an ideal of when you might be released, but I think that's just the reality of it. So I just choose to just just uh, face up to it.
0: I mean, I've spent time in Shanghai. It's a it's a fantastic place, and and I, I gather you you love the place, or you wouldn't have settled down there. Um, yeah. Are, are you are you? Are, has it changed your attitude at all about, about about? I mean, the zero COVID policy has proven now to be. a to be a really tough slog uh, because of Omicron, and it feels like—I mean, the WHO was out this week criticizing it because of Omicron and the and the just the sheer weight of these lockdowns on people like yourselves, many the millions of families in Shanghai. Uh, has it changed your attitude at all about living there?
1: It has changed my attitude. Um, I mean, I, I think you need to look at the big picture to to really see what is how it is for people who, who are stuck here. Um, in this lockdown situation, I mean, two years ago, I, I was completely supportive of, all, of the things they did. Um, it was a it was a virus which no one really understood anything about. There was lots of people who were fallen really sick, even pe- quite a few people dying, and um, no one was vaccinated. It was a really emergency situation, and I was fully supportive of all the, of the lockdowns in China of all the vaccination program. I was fully on board. But if fast forward to two years later. And here we are still doing this. It's just so difficult to get your head around it. I mean it's it's really it's really baffling. Why after all this time we still need to do this? Why have they not found a solution? It doesn't make any sense. Um so from that point of view, it's caused me to kinda of lose a lot of confidence in you know, in the way the place is managed. Um and some of the things I've seen on social media, and also also heard things have happened to people I know. For example, people have been taken away to really, really terrible conditions in isolation centres. People separate from their kids. People's, the latest thing now is if there's someone in your building tests positive, then the whole building is taken away to an isolation centre. And then they come into your apartment and they spray bleach over everything uh, with no regard for your valuables or your personal items. All kinds of stuff like this. It feels like it just feels too much, and um, I don't want to really accept this in the long term. Have you felt
0: at least protected from the virus?
1: No, no, I'm not worried about the virus at all. I'm I'm more I'm more worried about being taken away to uh, an isolation center, which would even if the conditions aren't bad. I just don't want to be. It's basically been equivalent to being taken to jail. I mean, you're. Taken away from your apartment and you're locked, you're stuck in a place for like a few weeks until you start testing negative again. The actual, in the actual uh, fear of the virus, I think for the vast majority of people in Shanghai is, is is minimal.
0: We actually, as I mentioned, we did interview someone and she'd been there for tw- I think twenty three or twenty four days um, and was not wasn't given any any clear indications of when or how she'd be able to get out, regardless of how many times she tested positive. Um, uh, just as a as a final, I mean, how do you get through just the evenings? And that you just plan things out. Do you sort of have a routine that you've now established, and that's what you stick to?
1: Well, I would say my personal circumstances are are fortunate because my wife's Chinese and parents-in-law live in the same building, not the same apartment. Oh, great! Um, you know, I have a really good relationship with them. Uh, they're really good people. I'm really well looked after. But that's. That's me. That's that's very lucky for me. Uh, if you're for other other individuals, their you know their personal circumstances might be really different. They might the relationship might not be very smooth. Uh, they may have other issues at home. I really dread to think what it's like for people like that who are stuck at home for this amount of time.
0: Cameron Wilson, uh, I hope uh, for your on your behalf that uh, this all ends soon. And thank you so much for sharing your story with me tonight. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks very much. Thank you.